Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Tournament. I am your host, Mike, and I'm really excited to be here for the first matchup in the second round of my region of our bracket. I've got two great competitors here. I cannot wait to see how they fare against each other. We're going to start off with Heather. Heather, how are you doing tonight, and what are you drinking? Why, hello, Michael. I am doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. A um, little raspy, uh, kind of have a like a little head cold, I guess, or something. So yeah. I uh, was sure to bring my sexy Demi Moore smoky voice there you for go. this. So we're, I'm going to hope that brings me some kind of luck. Um, and drinking tonight, I am drinking a local favorite. Um, it's called Mac and Jack's. Uh, and it's out of Redmond, Washington, because I live in Washington State. And this is the Log Boom Pale Ale, Ooh. because my husband couldn't remember that I wanted the African Amber. So, <laughs> but he remembered Mac and Jacks, so that still counts. So that's what I'm drinking. It's the thought, really, when you. Break it's it the down. thought. It's the closest thing I can find to Yingling out here. So oh, okay, that's that's why. Gotcha. Yeah, they they still don't have Yingling out on that side of the country, huh? They do not, and it breaks my heart. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, we're super happy to have you here. And uh, speaking of someone who is from the land of Yingling, I believe, uh, and actually uh, both lands of Yingling, because there's a brewery in Pennsylvania and there's a brewery in Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's head over to Lauren Carey from the Beard Owl podcast. Lauren, how are you doing tonight, and what tasty beverage do you have? Oh, hey, first of all, I am wonderful. Thank you for asking. And um, it is not just a Yingling Brewery in Pennsylvania. It is the Yingling Brewery in Pennsylvania. Uh, sure. The original. I toured it. Yep. That's where I'm originally from. But yeah, um, let, remind me to tell the story sometime about how like Yingling got to Florida like around the same time I moved from Pennsylvania to Florida. And so everybody was freaking out. Have you tried this new beer? Have you tried this new beer? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I like I came out of the womb drinking Yingling. Um, <laughs> anyway, what I'm drinking now is also from Pennsylvania. Um, it is from Victory Brewing Company, and it's the Berry Monkey, the Fruited Sour Triple. Ooh, that sounds really good. Oh, I l love a good sour. Yeah. I love a good sour. It's a it's a take on the Victory Golden Monkey. Um, you got Ooh, the Sour Monkey. I love is, that one. Yeah, it's yeah. super good. And then the Sour Monkey, which is delicious. And then they just came out with this Berry Monkey that I think it's 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 real tasty, and it's 9.5%, so like it's like, I'm, I'm cool with it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, I've only had their Golden Monkey, so that sounds delicious, though. All of their sours are just always on point. They're mm -hmm. so good. And this isn't one of those sours that makes you feel like, you know how like, you feel it like on the sides of your throat, like when things mm -hmm. are like super sour, like it's almost uncomfortable. These yeah. aren't that at all. They're sour enough that you know that it's sour, but you don't go, Ugh. Yeah. Yep. See, that's good because that's what usually what turns me off on sours is I feel like the sours very often have the same problem that the IPAs did about 10 years ago. About 10 years ago, the IPAs were just trying to outbitter each other and didn't really give a damn about flavor profiles. And yeah. sometimes I feel like sours are now the same way. They're just trying to outsour each other. Mm -hmm. You can get some pretty decent ones. Yeah. Um, I know like out here, we even have like a boysenberry sour that I've mm. tried, which is fantastic. So yeah. Yeah. That sounds mm. very good. I actually, I almost brought a sour, uh, cause I, uh, I have a sour beer in my fridge too, but, uh, instead I decided to go with this. It's a new England style India pale ale. It's from Edmonds Oast Brewing Company, which is out of Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, it is called breath of nebula. I just thought I've had that. Name. Have you? I just thought that mm -hmm. was a really cool name for a beer. And I really generally like the, uh, uh, beers from this brewing company. So uh, I will tell you, one of the hardest things about recording this podcast is waiting to open my beer just to be able to do this. I should really just, you know, pre-record that sound and edit it in and post and not, and so I can go ahead and start drinking my beer, but I don't. Yeah. Oh, Mike, I'm going to do something here for you on this uh -oh. um, because I have these pre-record, like these things set on my, on my board here. Then I play okay. on my show, and I feel like it's appropriate for the three of us. So for the Weird Al fan and everybody. I had to pop myself a beer. <laughs> That's perfect. Nice. Like every, every time you guys do that on your show, it cracks me up. I love it. <laughs> it's just a yeah. button. Yep. And and Lauren, I know we, we, we've we talked offline uh, about me coming on again in the, yeah. the 
hopefully not too distant future. And I've already started my preparations. So excellent. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, uh, we will jump right into our game just as a quick refresher for you guys here as how the game works. It's going to be split into three parts. The first part is the pregame. Uh, the pregame is 10 questions, five questions each. They're very simple. They're just a yes or no question. They're designed to warm you up, get the juices flowing. They're each worth one point each. There's no penalty for getting a wrong answer. So, you know, just share logic and talk it out. I think I think what I got to tonight uh, should be fun and should be pretty quick. Then after that, we're going to move on to the main event, which is the hot seat challenge portion of our tournament. Uh, that is 30 minutes nonstop trivia questions. We're just guys, you guys are just going to go back and forth uh, and there's no steals or anything like that. So it's going to be really painful when the other person gets a question that, you know, right off the bat. Uh, I'm sure you get you, you all have both experienced that in your previous games. Um, and then at the end of that, uh, those are also worth one point each. And after that is over, we are going to have scores. And those scores can be used in the final round, which is our wager round. In the wager round, what's going to happen is you're going to take your points and spread them however you want across all three categories, which I will give you ahead of time. You can wager uh, any or all of your points uh, across those three categories, but you have to make your wagers all up front. And you can't wager more points than you already have. So you can wager zero, you can wager your maximum points on one question, you can divide them equally, it's entirely up to you. But you will lose points if you get the question incorrect. And if after the wager round, we are tied, as Heather well knows from her first episode, we will go to a closest to the pin challenge. Uh, I think that's the only one we've had so far, so you were the, the lucky recipient of that there, Heather. Uh, but I am prepared for that eventuality if it does come to pass. Uh, but we'll see how this game goes. Um, if that all makes sense and y'all are ready, we can jump into our pregame. Yes. I, I, sure. <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm not as confident going into this one because I listened to Lauren's as like a prep, you know, like to get in the mind of my opponent. Right. <laughs> and I was like, her game is so hard. Like I didn't know almost any of y'all's questions. So this is going to be great. As you guys know, it's, it can I know, go I know, either way. I know, I know, I know. So and not to, not to mention it, it's different when you're listening and when you're playing too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's see how this goes. This is our pregame. The category is television. According to the Guinness book of world records. Who's going first? Oh, the first one's going to go to Heather. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. You just, you went straight into it. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, we're getting, Heather's going to be first and then Lauren, uh, and that's just based on Heather was the first game and Lauren was the second game. So I figured we'd just keep that order. Word. Word. To your mama. <laughs> All right. Your category for your pregame is in television. According to Guinness World Records, the late great Regis Philbin logged 16,000 746 and a half hours on television, more than anyone else ever. For this pregame, I'm going to give you a scripted TV show, and you tell me whether Regis ever made a guest appearance on that show. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, you know, what? I'm just going to go ahead and say that my Regis Philbin fan club membership has lapsed. Okay. So, well. um, we don't know how it's going to be on this, so let's try it. That's that's okay. Uh, Heather, your show is Seinfeld. Oh, God. And that's my favorite show. Um, I'm going to say yes. And yes is a correct answer. Uh, Kramer brought his coffee table book about coffee tables on Regis and Kathy Lee. I just watched that episode. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Lauren, your TV show is How I Met Your Mother. Absolutely, yes, because they were trying to find the uh, burgers. They they were trying to find the burgers, and that is absolutely yes. Yep, that is a correct answer. Heather, your show is The Big Bang Theory. Oh, um, I'm going to say no. And no is a correct answer. I was a little surprised because that show was on forever, but. Yeah, but he, that was based more in like Southern California and for some, and I know he's like, like Mr. Hollywood or whatever, but I always think of him more East coast. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. So yeah, that's fair. But no is a correct answer. Lauren, your TV show is friends. 
Oh, boy. I don't think he was on Friends, so I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm probably wrong. And no is actually a correct answer. And All I right. was surprised by that. If I if you had just given that to me and had been a gut shot, I'd have, I'd have said probably yes, because it just seemed like he would have been on Friends at some point. But he was. I watched a lot of Friends um, early pandemic because it was on TBS like all day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. It's the new by the bell. Mm. Yeah, that's right. TBS. Except mm-hmm. thankfully, it's got a lot more episodes. So you don't see quite you run into quite the same thing where you watch the same thing over and over again. All right. Perfect game so far. See if we can keep it up. Heather, your TV show is The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. And yes is a correct answer. Wasn't sure after you went with after you went with your Southern California logic last time. I know, I but sure. I, re- I vaguely remember seeing him in the episode. Okay. I can't tell you the episode, but I vaguely remember it. So. Okay. Good. Well, well done. Well done. Lauren, your TV show is The Simpsons. Oh, he had to be, right? So yes. Basically, everybody's done a guest voice on The Simpsons. Yes, everybody has that's, done that's, that's, Simpsons, that's correct. Yes. That's correct. Heather, your show is New Girl. Oh, oh, God. And that was one I really didn't watch either. Um, You know what? I'm going to say yes, just because it would have been like a really weird kind of cameo. And I know that's kind of par for the course with Zoe Deschanel. So I'm going to say yes. And yes is a correct answer. Well done. All right, Lauren, your show is 30 Rock. Oh, dear Lord. Um, uh, yes. And yes is the correct answer again. <sighs> you guys are killing it. All right. Final one for each of you. Heather, yours is two and a half men. Mm. I'm, I'm going to say no. And Heather finishes off the perfect game with the correct <sighs> answer of no. I was a little surprised by that. For some reason, I just would have expected him. That's another show that was just on forever. So. Yeah. And Lauren, your show is Dharma and Greg. Oh, dear. I, oh, my gosh. Okay. It isn't filming Dharma and Greg. Um, yes. And with the final question, we have our first wrong answer. Oh, poop sorry, face. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lauren. You did great, though. Thanks. Yeah. I know. It's fine. I, I rewatched Dharma and Greg maybe a year and a half ago, and I was like, that's such an outfield like a left field like show to have on the on the list. And so I was like, he had to be because there were weird yeah. people in that show. But not yeah, And that's actually kind of <laughs> why I put it on there, because I was like, all of the most of these shows are really pretty popular. I was like, let me throw in a show that is would he have included that if he wasn't on the show type of thing? So that's why I put that, that was out. my logic. Wait, you got yep. me, Mike. You got yep. me. Yeah. All right. But after our very well played pregame, the score is Heather with a perfect five and Lauren just right behind with four. So. We are going to jump straight into our hot seat challenge. If you guys are ready, take a deep breath. Hold on tight. Buckle up. Oh, there you go. I can't do that. Oh, I'll start hacking. And mm-hmm. I can't. So that, that and that's that's I'm, right. I'm sparing. I'm sparing everyone. <laughs> take several shallow breaths. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, I'm going to start the timer after I read the first question, which is going to Heather. Heather. What is the highest S&P credit rating, strongly suggesting that a company is a good investment? Oh, I was thinking of, like, personal credit. Ooh. Uh, 500? 500? Oh, sorry, we were looking for uh, AAA, AAA. Oh. Ah. Okay. I didn't realize it wasn't a number. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in the question. I, that- I work in finance, so <laughs> it doesn't... Yeah, you know. so you're but you're more used to numbers. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lauren, this one's to you. The 2009 bestseller, "The Accidental Billionaires," is an account of what web company's founding? Uh, Google. Close. Facebook. Darn. Heather, this one's to you. Which famous inventor is credited with making the first pair of swim fins? Um, Da Vinci. Good guess. Actually, Benjamin Franklin, believe it or not. Ah, oh, so it was a little bit later, but yep, yep. it seemed right up the alley of Da Vinci. That's why it, I went no, there. No, it, it, def- it definitely did, for sure. Lauren, a hand gripping the Holy Grail is depicted on pints of what Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor? Oh, I have no idea. Um, I, hmm, hand gripping the Holy Grail. Um, it's a chunky monkey. 
<laughs> That's about the only Ben and Jerry's flavor that I can name, but I love the name of this one. Vermonti Python is the correct oh. answer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nice. nice. That one's clever. All right, Heather. According to superstition, where should you never put a hat? Um, on the floor. Very close, on the bed. I've never heard that before, but I think I've probably done that so many times. Um, I thought I thought maybe table, but I was like, no, I see like movies where people put their hats on the tables. So, yeah. So, okay. Hmm. Nope. Hmm. Lauren, which patriotic Bostonian won the acquittal of most of the British troops involved in the ni- 1770 Boston massacre that killed five civilians? Um, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm going to go with Sam Adams. Wrong Adams, John Adams. You're right there, though. Oh, so close. I should have just said Adams. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, actually, I might not have, I might have forgotten to ask you to be more specific, but that's all right. <laughs> Heather, which company gave away free dessert molds to Ellis Island immigrants in the early 1900s as a welcoming gift? Hershey's? Actually, Jell-O. Yeah, I would have got that one. I didn't even oh. realize Jell-O dated back that far. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was just thinking like candy company and yeah. who would have been around around that time. Oh, yeah. So. No, fair. Yeah. All right, Lauren, which of these pro baseball teams does not play its home games in a stadium named for a beer company? Milwaukee Brewers, Cleveland Guardians, or Colorado Rockies? Oh, God. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know the baseball. I'm uh, I'm um 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 how about the second one that you said? Her answer and the is Cleveland B. Guardians is a correct answer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the, the the brewer the Brewers of course, and then uh, the Rockies are in Coors Field. I th- I, I, okay, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, how many heads of executive departments make up the president's cabinet? Ten, fifteen, or twenty-five? Um, fifteen. Fifteen is a correct answer. Thank God. Lauren, in 18th century Austria, Tyrolean painters used cobwebs for what? Brushes, canvases, or frames? Ooh, canvases. Canvases is a correct answer. Heather, both Catherine Ross and Nicole Kidman have played played Joanna Eberhardt, the main character from what novel? Um, oh, wait, is she... Oh, is that that weird cult thing that she's doing right now? I think I don't know. I, I'm I, pretty liars everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you're you're. I think you're thinking of the right movie. Uh, it's the Stepford Wives. Oh, okay. No, it, that's not what I was thinking. Oh, okay. But, oh, but I've seen it. But okay. yeah, but it is kind of. I got I know the one where she's like goop. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lauren. This one's to you. A politician who suddenly changes his public position on an issue is commonly said to have what? Flip-flopped. Flip-flopped is a correct answer. You know a thing or two about flip-flops in Florida, I'm sure. I do, because I flip-flop, (laughs) flip-flop. All right, Heather. Which of these real-life figures of antiquity was renowned above all for his fabulous wealth? Croesus, Euripides, or Lucretius? I'm just going to say Lucretius because I knew a Lucretia. So <laughs> there is actually a Lucretia Mott who was a famous suffragette. No relation to me as far as I know. But unfortunately, Lucretius is an incorrect answer. It was Croesus. Okay. Ancient Greek takes pants to Taylor. He says Euripides. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we. This is how we chew up our time. Yeah, exactly. This is why we don't have as many questions. This is the yeah the warm seat. It's gonna be dad jokes just this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's completely fine. Uh, who we did? Oh, it's, it's Lauren's now, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, the story, the storied fugitive known as D.B. Cooper, famously eluded capture in 1971 by doing what? He jumped out of a plane. He absolutely jumped out of a plane. Well done. Heather, what classic TV character's rickety, high-backed easy chair is now displayed in the Smithsonian Institute? Um, is it Archie Bunker? Archie Bunker is a correct answer. Well done. Lauren, of these Starbucks coffee sizes, which is the smallest? Grande, tall, or verde? Tall. 
Tall is a correct answer. Heather, a tune or song that becomes stuck in one's head is slangily known as a what? Earworm. Earworm is a correct answer. And I know that because I had a Christmas song stuck in my head all last week. If it wasn't Dominic the Donkey, it doesn't count. No, it wasn't. And it was only one part of the song that's like six six words because that's all of the song I know. Yep. Just the same six words over that- and over and over. Was it Feliz Navidad? No, it was not. Okay. Now, I, d- I don't even remember what it was now. Okay. It doesn't well, matter because I don't want it back in my phone. I, I, was, I, was, in I, I was half trying to get it stuck back in your Mm-mm. head. Sorry. <laughs> because I'm work. evil that way. All right, Lauren, this one's to you. Tom Kitten is a tabloid nickname for a celebrity kid with what first name? Tom Kitten for a celebrity kid with what first name? Uh, Surrey? Surrey is a correct answer. Well done. I've never heard that nickname, but I vaguely know who Surrey is. Oh, well, they were Tom Cat. So, like, Tom and, um, so, oh, yeah, so she's Tom Kitten. Yeah. I Tom get it Kitten. Now. Yeah. Uh, thank you for explaining the joke to me. I was just like, whew. okay. <laughs> All right. Heather, which Academy Award nominated actor made a 1999 cameo on Sex and the City as one of Carrie's dates? Oh, God. Uh, in 1999, um, Antonio Banderas. That's a, that's a fair guess. It was actually Bradley Cooper. Oh. So long before he was famous. Oh, see, I was thinking of like a nominee around that time. The the way it's phrased, it's, it's definitely a little, little confusing. So I totally understand that. All right. Lauren introduced in 1913, what popular toy derives its name from the Roman God? Of love. Um, the Cupid doll? And the Cupid doll is a correct answer. It's a thing I've totally nice. heard of before, but well done. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, in a pinch, which of these pantry staples can be used to put out a kitchen fire? Flour, baking soda, or baking powder? Flour. It's actually baking soda. Um, we always use flour, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just- I, always... fl- flour might work too, but the answer I have here is baking soda. Well, stupid. So. Your face. <laughs> Lauren, which endurance cyclist invented the wildly popular spinning workout in the late 1980s? Oh, I have, I have no idea. So I'm going to say Bicycle McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it was Johnny Goldberg, AKA Johnny G. Okay. Sure. <laughs> but I, yeah. I like your answer better. <laughs> so, you know. All right, Heather, the film Ghost World, which features Scarlett Johansson and Thora Birch as two outsider teens, is based on a graphic novel by whom? By a graphic novel writer, duh. I don't, I don't know. I, I can only it. assume that would technically be a correct answer, but we were looking but for no. Daniel Clowes. Nope. Wouldn't yeah, know yeah, that. yeah, there's, those last two are tough. Okay, Lauren, back to you. Uttar Pradesh state fought smog and set a world record by planting almost 50 million trees in 24 hours. Which country is it in? India. India is a correct answer. Heather, what singer's revealing 1993 Rolling Stone cover memorably featured two strategically placed hands? Uh, That would be uh, Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. I was, I was, I literally had Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, ready for the answer, and then you beat me to it. But yes, that is a correct answer. Well done. Lauren, the music style Bossa Nova originated in which country? Um, the Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova, Bossa Nova, Bossa Nova. I'm going to go with Argentina. Very close. It's next door neighbor, Brazil. Chile. Brazil. Dang. Yep. Lauren, which best-selling oh, author? It's, it's me, Heather. Oh, I'm sorry. It's yep, Heather. It's over to you. Which <laughs> best-selling author helped create the video game franchise Rainbow Six? Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy is a correct answer. Lauren, back to you for real this time. The military vehicle known as the Humvee first saw U.S. combat action in 1989 in what foreign country? Um, Saudi Arabia. Completely fair guess, but it's actually Panama. Panama! That's right. Humvees burning down the avenue. (laughs) 
<laughs> reach down between my legs, ease the seat back, back. in my Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, Heather, this one's for you. <laughs> Commonly known as Prince Harry, Prince William's younger brother has what actual first name? Uh, well, I mean, if he's Harry, I would assume it would be Harold. Unfortunately, no, it's actually Henry. Oh, so. I almost said Albert. <laughs> I think I think Albert is stuck in there somewhere. That it that probably is. It I mean, probably is. Henry yeah. Albert. These are all past people associated yeah. with the British monarchy. They're not. They're not super uh, varied in their names. That's no. why there's been like eight of everybody. Well, when you're marrying your cousins, I mean, you. you go, the, it's a fair. Point. The, a fair it point. doesn't branch off very much. That's a, that is totally a fair point. All right, Lauren. When stating a woman's measurements, as in 36, 25, 36, the numbers correspond to what? The bust, the waist, and the hips. And that is a correct answer. Is that a direct quote from Sir Mix-a-Lot? Because I feel like his numbers were a little different. They were a little different. He was 36, 24, 36. And that would be yep. um, Brick House. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, Heather. What uninvited household pest also goes by the Latin name Mus Musculus? Um, I'm going to say a a fruit fly. Actually, a mouse. Oh. How, they say house mouse, which is apparently a specific type of mouse that is in the house. But Well, yes, that's Mickey Mus Musculus. That's his oh, proper mm-hmm. name. Duh. Oh, <laughs> oh duh. of course. Naturally, naturally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Lauren, the America's Cup is the oldest continuously operating international competition in any sport. What sport is it? Sailing. Sailing is a correct answer. Sailing, take me away. Yes. (laughs) Well done. Well done. Heather, this one's to you. Which orbiting NASA tool has been instrumental in discovering a new kind of black hole? Like, does it want a specific thing? Like. Yes. Reword the say say the question again. Say the question again. Sure. Which orbiting NASA tool has been instrumental in discovering a new kind of black hole? I don't love the word tool there. Yeah, because it's like I could say a satellite. I just don't know if you want a specific it, this satellite. Is, this is this is something that has a specific name. Okay. Thank you. That that's all I need. Okay. Um, so I'm just I'm um I'm gonna say the Hubble. And the Hubble is a correct answer. Yeah, the the use of the phrase "tool" was weird there. Yeah. That, anyway, I, that's why I needed clarification. So yep. But well done. You got sure. there. Okay. Thank you. Ex- excellent job. Excellent job. All right. And we're at the halfway point. The current score is Lauren with fourteen and Heather with eleven. Still anybody's game here. Lauren, this one is to you. In 1956, Chuck Williams opened the first Williams Sonoma store in what U.S. state? Oh God. Connecticut? <laughs> uh, actually, other side of the country, California. California. Okay. Sonoma. The Sonoma. I'm, yes, a dumb, the Sonoma. I'm a dummy. All right. No, no, no. I'm, it, it happens. I was it just happens. thinking of charcuterie. <laughs> French Lunchables. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Heather, a what national. board is what a friend of mine says. Shark Coochie, like, yeah. A Shark Coochie board, yes. Go ahead. I love it. <laughs> what national advocacy group uses the trademarked slogan we are their voice um the uh national center for missing and endangered children it's a, that's a very yes based on that slogan it's actually the afl-cio okay they're two yeah slightly different direction but yeah okay. no it was a good guess though Lauren, registered voters in Puerto Rico can vote in U.S. presidential elections. True or false? Um, true. Uh, oh, this is, um, true? It's actually false. Ah, yeah, okay. Oh, that was toughy. That was a toughie. Yeah, that, that one is, yeah, that one is tough because it makes you, it makes you wonder, yeah. Heather. What biopic screenplay was translated into Braille at its subject's request? Um, mm. uh, 
Helen Keller. That's a very good guess. Uh, Ray. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of it's like, who, what was another like blind movie that I watched? And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, Helen, I mean, there was a movie about Helen Keller. So that was a very good guess. Lauren, this one's to you. In 2010, Russell Brand and Katy Perry were quietly married near what country's Rothambore Tiger Sanctuary? Where are they going to have tigers? I'm, you know what? I'm going to say India again. And India again works well for you because it is a correct answer again. <laughs> <laughs> Just when in doubt, India out, right? When in doubt, it's in, when in doubt, India. <laughs> or in my case, six. Just six. <laughs> wow, that's a hell of a callback, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Heather, I will tell you the answer to this question is not six. Oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> no. that. Thank you for that bone. Coaches and assistant coaches must wear a sport coat or suit coat is an official rule in what pro sport? A sport coat. I'm going to say basketball. Basketball is a correct answer. Well done. Lauren, Bill Gates said the internet is just a world passing around notes in a classroom. True or false? I don't, I don't know Bill Gates. I do not call him money for short. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, false. False is a correct answer, and I have no idea who actually said that or if it was just something that somebody made up and put it in a trivia question, but that is false. Well done. Heather, at which fictional high school would you find Zach, Jesse, Slater, and Kelly? Uh, Bayside High. You're damn right. Call back to Saved by the Bell. Do, do, <laughs> I need to, do I need to go get my Bayside Tigers sweatshirt? Oh, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Are those Bayside actually, Tigers at the sanctuary in India? Right? Yeah. 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 I was Kelly Kapowski one year for for Halloween. And so I kept the sweater. That's awesome. (laughs) Lauren, off what country are the islands of Islay, Mull, and St. Kilda located? Ireland, Scotland, or Iceland? Islay, Mull, and St. Kilda? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go Ireland. The correct answer is actually Scotland. Oh, my Scottish heritage has betrayed me. Oh, hey. Oh. The only reason I knew that was because uh, Islay is one of the five Scot- Scotch regions of Scotch whiskey. Oh. That is the I only drink- reason that I would have known that one. <laughs> I-, I drink beer. Yes, indeed. Heather, to you, due to its strict obscenity laws, which of these countries once published a version of Playboy without any nudity? Indonesia, Singapore, or the Philippines? Hmm, I'm going to say Singapore. Singapore is a good guess. I would have, that would have, would not have surprised me, but it's actually Indonesia. That was my second. That was my number two. Lauren, in the song Night Moves, Bob Seger sings about the backseat of what 1960s vehicle? In the backseat of my 60s Chevy. I was like, the the fact that Lauren's getting this question, I was like, she, she knows the exact line I'm talking about and everything. Well done. Heather, to you, which former Glee actor is the author of the New York Times best-selling children's series, The Land of Stories? Uh, Jane Lynch. <laughs> That's a fair guess. That's, I might be one of the few former Glee actors I can name. Chris Colfer is apparently the answer. Okay. Never watched the show. Don't don't know. Well, well, we know it's not going to be uh, What's-Her-Face. Yes, <laughs> true. Because allegedly she's illiterate, but... You didn't hear that from me. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm illegibly illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully that doesn't affect you on this next question, Lauren. Get yourself together, Mike, okay? <laughs> you guys you guys are making this very hard on me. <laughs> Lauren, what is the common term for the oily quote zone of the face that includes the chin, the forehead, and the nose. The T-zone? I have never heard of that before in my life, but that is a correct answer. It's <laughs> literally on your face. Oh, it's, it's a, a T. Well, yeah. Now that you're drawing it for me, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Women, women, that's where we shiny and we don't want to be shiny. Mm-hmm. We Roger, put the sparkles Roger. in the other places to be shiny where we want to be shiny, not where, not where, you know. 
we dull that down a little bit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Beat, beat to death, right? Yeah. Beaten for the beat, gods. Beat to the gods, man. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mike. Poor Michael. He doesn't know what he signed up for with this. This is, this is no, this is fantastic. I'm loving it. This is great. I feel like like I'm learning so much. <laughs> well, you know what? You're welcome. You're welcome for our service. Yes. On this. I, it is much appreciated, ladies. Believe me. Mm. Okay. Who are we on? Uh, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Heather. We are one beer into this, folks. I know. One beer. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is something. It's great. <laughs> this is awesome. Go yep. ahead. I'm ready. All right, Heather. Which song by Journey is heard in the finale of The Sopranos when the action at the Holston's Diner cuts to black? <sighs> I'm going to say open arms. I don't want to say the other one because that's just too obvious. Don't stop believing. Unfortunately, is the that the, the obvious answer? The, the obvious clearly. answer was, in fact, the correct answer. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Lauren, what is it called when a surfer dangles all of their toes off the front end of a longboard while riding a wave? That would be hanging ten. Hanging ten is a correct answer, which must be really offensive to surfers with fewer than ten toes, <laughs> or more, or more. That's mm-hmm. true. Hanging eleven. I'm going to go hang eight for a little bit. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, Heather, this one's to you. Which deathly pungent flower said to smell like rotting flesh blooms only once every seven to ten years? Oh, damn it. Oh, my God. I know this and I can see it in my head. Oh, my God. Um, I can't place it. I can't place it right now. Pass. I'm pass. I can't. It's the corpse flower. The corpse flower. I knew that. I totally knew that. I totally didn't. I've never heard of it before. But mm, no, I have. It looks like it looks like feed me. It looks like one of those. It's oh, very gotcha. much one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Uh, Lauren, in what horror film does a disturbed romance novelist novel enthusiast repeatedly gush? I am your number one fan. Um, misery? Misery is a correct answer. Good nice. job. Oh, the ankle scene, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Heather, who was Clint Eastwood campaigning for when he chatted with an empty chair at the 2012 Republican National Convention? Uh, so 2012, I'm going to say that was Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is a correct answer. Well done. Lauren, beyond size, what is the biggest obvious distinction between big cat species and small cat species? Um, is it the, um, uh, oh God, I've heard this. Does it have some, is the placement of the eyes? I'm sorry, we're looking for small cats can't roar. Okay, I'm going to need you to tell that, I'm going to need you to tell that to my cat downstairs. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I. Okay, I'm sure they can about technically cat. roar. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I genuinely don't know, but that's what's written down here. So. No problem. All right, Heather, this one's to you. An earthquake measuring 7.0 on the Richter scale is how many times greater in magnitude than one measuring 5.0? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say two. Simple math, two. Two is a reasonable guess. Uh, it's actually <laughs> it's actually one hundred. Oh, I think I guess each point is ten times stronger. Oh, okay, should have okay. gone gone with six. You would have been closer. <laughs> I know, right? Should have. Well, I was just thinking seven minus five. Is yeah, two. no, that makes that makes total sense. <laughs> All right, Lauren. Here's uh, another baseball question for you. In which town is the Baseball Hall of Fame? Um, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame is in Cooperstown, New York. It is in Cooperstown, New York. Well done. So is Oma Gang Brewery. (laughs) (laughs) That is also true. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right, Heather, this one's to you. Who manufactured the first iconic green master's jacket awarded to golf champions? London Fog. (laughs) Brooks Brothers. Okay. Yeah. You know, because of course, I don't know. (laughs) Not Joseph A. Banks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Men's Warehouse. You're going to love the way you look. I guarantee it. 
Lauren, this one's to you. In a nod to one of Facebook's most iconic features, a couple in 2011 gave their newborn daughter what first name? Poke. Poke is a great guess, but unfortunately it's like. Oh, well, that's how she got here. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, uh, (laughs) oh, I mean, I mean, both. I mean, well, theoretically uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. One is less necessary than the other, though. Mm. (laughs) The poke is more necessary than the like. That's, yeah. I mean, (laughs) science. (laughs) Science. Science. All right. Uh, All right, Heather. Uh, Suggestive of fiery rumors and exciting deals. Which of these terms refers to baseball's off-season? The flame wars, the burn season, or the hot stove league? I'm going to say the burn season. It's a good guess. The hot stove league. I don't think I, I, I'm a pretty big baseball fan and I don't recall hearing that, but. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. Lauren, according to a popular franchise's slogan, America runs on what? Duncan. America runs on Duncan is a correct answer with a little more than a minute to go. My Krispy Kreme is superior. Agreed, but we're going to fight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Heather, which type of flower do vanilla beans come from? Um, a lily. A lily is a good guess. An orchid is apparently what the vanilla beans are. Oh, damn it. Okay. Something I feel like I don't think I've ever heard before. Anyway, Lauren, this one's to you. Which form of pollution means that more than 75% of Americans cannot see the Milky Way? Um, um, l- um, l- light pollution. Light pollution is a correct answer. Heather, over to you. Which politician dubbed Diana, Princess of Wales, the people's princess in the days following her death in 1997? Uh, can I ask a qu- clarifying question? Is this... Is it a European politician or a U.S. politician? Technically, the question doesn't specify. Okay. Um, what was the year? 1997. 97. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Clinton. Clinton's a good guess. It was, a, it was his counterpart in England, uh, Tony Blair. Okay. See, that's why I was like. Y- yep. I, I, I guess. Yeah. Stop. That's like I just was sticking with the question. I got you. There was technically nothing stopping me, but I should, you know. Okay. Okay. That's okay. That's fine. Um, time is up. Uh, since Heather went first, Lauren gets one more question. Uh, Lauren, your question is: Due to the way the player's legs move, the difficult soccer maneuver known as a scissors kick is also called a what? Ooh, I, I don't know. Um, due to the difficult way the player, due to the. A very difficult soccer kick. <laughs> Again, technically not a wrong answer, but we were looking for bicycle kick. Okay. There's, it's, oh, I was. I would have said a death drop. So. Oh, there you go. Because it's Pride Month, so that's, that's right. Guess. Oh yeah, good call. All right. Well, that is the end of our hot seat round, and the current score is Lauren with twenty three and Heather with fourteen. But anything can happen in the wager round. Heather, you got a brutal set of questions there. There were some that I was just like, what? There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I knew. I knew. No, you guys, you guys both did a a great job, though. There were a lot of tough questions there. You guys pulled some great answers. And uh, wager round is, of course, your opportunity to make up points in Heather's case or expand your lead in Lauren's case. So if you guys are ready, I can give you your three categories and you can choose your wagers. And uh, after I give you the categories, we will take a quick pause to hear a word from our sponsor. Your three categories are sports and history, music and movies, and U.S. history. Didn't realize I got two history questions in there, but there you go. All right. Get your wagers in as we take a quick ad break. Mike here from the Boozy Bracketology Podcast. And if you think Meryl Streep had it hard in Sophie's Choice, just wait until you hear what we've got coming up in July and August. That's right, for the next two months, we're going to be deciding what truly is the greatest Beatles song of all time. 
We've narrowed it down to 68 classic tunes, and we're going to face them off NCAA bracket style until we settle this debate once and for all. Here at Boozy Bracketology, we believe in strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions, and we won't stop until we have a winner. So if you love the Beatles, and let's be honest, who doesn't? Tune in next month. You can find Boozy Bracketology anywhere you listen to podcasts. Alrighty, wagers are locked in. And here is your first question in the category of sports and history. Perhaps believing that the world attention span was not longer than 19 years, where did China propose that the beach volleyball competitions be played during the 2008 Olympics? Thankfully, they were ultimately played elsewhere and not on June the 4th. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that one more time? (laughs) Yes, I can repeat that. Okay. Perhaps believing that the world's attention span was not longer than 19 years, where did China propose that the beach volleyball competition be played during the 2008 Olympics? Thankfully, they were ultimately played elsewhere and not on June 4th. Can we tell you if we've locked in or not? Yes. Standard lock and rules apply. First one to lock in locks in. Second one talks it out. I have locked in. All right. Lauren is locked in. Heather? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. I was still (laughs) trying to do the math from 2008 and 19 years. So (laughs) this is going to be awesome. Um, Of where it would have been played. Correct? Correct. Okay. Um, They propose that the beach volleyball Olympics be played in a certain location. No, I don't, I don't have it. Nope. And there's, I like, I don't even need to talk myself through it. Like it, I don't have it. Okay. All right. Uh, so Heather's going to pass Lauren. What was your answer? I said Tiananmen square. Okay. And Lauren locking in with Tiananmen square. We'll come back around and go through these, uh, answers after we read all the questions. Your next category is in music and movies. Long before Peter Jackson filmed his Lord of the Rings trilogy, the Beatles wanted to film a version of the saga starring themselves and approached a famous director about the opportunity. Even though that director had already pulled off novels by Vladimir Nabokov and Arthur C. Clarke, he rejected the offer because he considered the story unfilmable. What director did the Beatles approach? Locked in. All right, Lauren's locked in. Heather? I have two choices in my brain just because of the timing Mm -hmm. of it. And I'm going to say, oh, Jesus. Does anybody have like a quarter or something that I can (laughs) flip? Um... I do actually want to call it. Yes, actually. So one is heads, tails is two. Okay, it is tails. It is tails. It is so, tails. Uh, Demille. Okay, so you're locking in with Cecil Demille. Lauren, what did you say? I said Roman Polanski. And Lauren locking in with Roman Polanski. Okay. Your third and final question. Your category is U.S. history. A front-page story in the Washington Post, written by police beat reporter Alfred Lewis, ran with the headline, Five Held in Plot to to Bug Democrats' Office Here, on June 18, 1972. In an alternate universe, Lewis would be a household name, as opposed to what two journalists who wrote a follow-up piece the next day? I know the where, I don't know the who. I'm... I mean, I know the who. I'm familiar with the who, the band, but not the who of this. <laughs> not the who of the question. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to call a mulligan on this and lock in with, I do not know. <laughs> oh, really? Because that was exactly my same answer. <laughs> All right. So both 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 locking in with, with I do not know. That is, that is completely fair. All righty. Well, the first question. The category was sports and history. It was where did China rather ridiculously propose that the beach volleyball competitions be played during the 2008 Olympics before coming to their senses? Uh, Heather, you ended up passing on this one, correct? Mm-hmm. That is correct. And Lauren, what did you say? Tiananmen Square. And Heather, what was your wager on this one? Two. 
All right. Heather wagered two. Lauren, what did you wager? A three. And Lauren wagered three. And Lauren will be getting points. The correct answer is Tiananmen Square. Well done. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. If that. Yeah. I, I saw that fact and I was like, wow. Just wow, China. Wow. That's not a good look. Nope. Not, not, not a good look for you there, China. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, the less said about that, the better. Moving on. Um, the next category was in music and movies. Uh, and it was who, which famous director did the Beatles approach to direct them in Lord of, in a Lord of the Rings movie before he rejected their offer saying that he found the film unfilmable. Heather, what was your answer again? I said DeMille. You said DeMille. And what was your wager? I went 10 points on that one. Bet 10 points on that one. And Lauren, what was your answer again? Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. And what was your wager? Three. Three again. Okay. And both uh, both of y'all are, are going to have to lose points on this one, unfortunately. Uh, the correct answer uh, and... I try not to make all of my questions about movie directors this person just to get it, Chris. But in the in this particular case, it is Stanley Kubrick uh, oh. is, is the answer. My my longtime in joke. That was on the not my number story. one. That was not my number one. Now, what was you, what was your other one, Heather? I was curious. My number one was uh, De Laurentiis. Oh, okay. That was my, that was because I was thinking of like big like epic movies. Yeah, okay. and which like Lord of the Rings would be a big like epic kind yeah. of movie, you know. So that's why that's yeah. why I went with either DeMille or De Laurentiis. At, that that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's but uh, Kubrick makes sense as well. It, it's it's a little sad. as does Polanski. As does Polanski. Yes. As, oh when, yeah. As soon as you said Polanski, I was like, oh damn, that's a great <laughs> guess. Yep. No, it's a, it's a, it's a little unfortunate. We missed out on a world of uh, where John Lennon would have played Gollum. Apparently. Oh, God. Was, yeah. We all know that would have been Ringo. No, you know, no, apparently that was how it was. Ca- I forget who Ringo was going to be, but I know John Lennon. I'm pretty sure it was Gollum. Ringo probably would have said, and my ex. Yeah. <laughs> and my ex. That's right. That's a, you're, you do a good Ringo. Ringo's my, the best. Oh, I know. I love if Ringo. He, if he was Frodo, No. Well, Ringo, Frodo. I think for some reason I want to say Paul was Frodo, but I just, I don't remember. You can look it up. I could see though. that. It's... I could see that. Yeah. But it, it ended up not mattering anyway because apparently J.R.R. Tolkien hated the Beatles and declined to give them to sell the rights to them anyway. So mm. uh, anyway, uh, I forgot to say after the first question, the score was Lauren with 26 and Heather with 12. And after that question, the current score is Lauren with 23 and Heather with two. Mm, great. The final question in U.S. history. Uh, apparently, my journalism geekery got the best of me on this one, uh, since y'all both locked in with I don't know. But uh, you, you all, of course, uh, both knew that this was a reference to the Watergate scandal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said, as you said, you both knew the knew the what, but not the who. Uh, the journalist in question. Uh, one of my all, favorite movies is All the President's Men. It's Robert Redford and the other guy, but I don't know what their actual names are. <laughs> Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman playing uh, Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein. Mm. So that was Just the, right that was... there on the on the tip of our tongues, <laughs> right, Lauren? So, yes, right, that was right there. That so was right the answer there. on that one. Uh, so. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about that question. Uh, what were y'all's wagers on that one? Heather? Two. Wagered your last two? Okay. Damn. And Lauren, what about you? Three. How did I know that was coming? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. And in a, with a final score of 20 to nothing in a, in a brutal wager round, uh, I didn't intend it to be brutal, sorry. Uh, okay. But... Uh, Lauren is going to win uh, tonight, and we'll be moving on to the next round to face off against either Chris or Steven. We're going to find out soon enough. Oh, God. Congratulations, Lauren, on the victory. Uh, Thank you. But I but I, I say this absolutely sincerely. It has been so much fun having you guys on these past, these past couple episodes. You guys are just an absolute blast. I want to get you guys back on uh some regular episodes when we get back to those. It's it's just so much fun having you guys on. You guys are you guys are great. So we certainly appreciate having you. Thanks. No, yeah, I had a really 
great time. And I'm just going to say that this loss uh, can be directly attributed to Tim Dipple. This is yep. completely all of his fault. Yep. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to rest that burden on him. And we here at the Pub Trivia Experience are completely fine with that. He deserves it. And, you know, yeah. I, I feel like part of that is my fault because I believe I brought him into your lives. <laughs> oh, well, well, now I nope. I knew Tim. Not I, I knew. Yeah. I me me and Dimothy go way back. <laughs> okay. So, okay, um, yeah, I just brought him onto this show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. We, we go way, way back. But uh, all of this is his fault. Yep. So I just want to make sure that I put that out into the universe. So, yep. Damn you, Tim. <laughs> this one's for you, Timothy. <laughs> well, last time, Heather, uh, you did. Get, I did give you the opportunity to to shout out Tim Dipple. I was I was going to ask if you wanted to shout out Tim Dipple or anything else you wanted to give a well, shout out to. Y- you know what? The last time it was kind of positive, and so the it, I have to balance it out. That's true. I have to balance it out with him. So yep. no, this has actually been just super great, and I've been like kind of like super excited about it for. Um, for a couple of days because I knew it was coming up. And Lauren, you're amazing and hilarious. And I just, I'm super grateful that I was able to get this far. So. Yeah. Well, we've loved having you. I was going to say, Heather, you were so much fun. Like I could see us being like actual like friends if you didn't live like literally in the opposite part of the country from me. I know. IRL (laughs) friends. I know. We could totally be IRL We totally could. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, like I said, we'll we'll see if we work some scheduling out. Uh, I think you guys would be would be hilarious uh, or just great in general as a team up on a future episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. A team. Oh, I'm always down. Like that. Yeah, so always we, we, down. we should we should make that happen. I, I I'm laughing. We, we could be it. we could be <laughs> Team O for Team Ovary. We could totally. Oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh no, is what we could do. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I love it. That's great. That's great. All righty. Um, Lauren, real quick, uh, I, I'm sure just about everybody at this point uh, has located the Beard Owl podcast and fallen in love with it as we all do. But just in case, uh, let the listeners know where they can find you. Yeah, for sure. So the Beard Owl podcast is the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Owl. And uh, you can find us at BeardOwlPodcast.com or at Beard Owl Podcast on all of your favorite socials and on pretty much anywhere you listen to or consume podcasts. And if you do consume podcasts, you know, consult a doctor if, uh, you know, symptoms yeah. persist. <laughs> yeah. It might indigestion or something like that. Yes. Could result. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and I, and as I said earlier, I'm look, super looking forward to uh, getting back on Beard Owl podcast because yeah. it's been a hot minute and I'm very excited about that as we've discussed. Um, as for us at the Pub Trivia Experience, if you like what we're doing here, uh, come check us out on our Patreon uh, it's patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. That stands for Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology, our sister podcast. Uh, we have several different levels of support. All that money goes right back into the show to get us better equipment, pay for some advertising dollars and different things like that. Um, but hey, if you don't have the, uh, we do have bonus content and stuff like that too. Like you're not just like here, take some money and get nothing back. We bonus content and uh, free giveaways and stuff like that. Uh, but hey, if you're if you you're not able to support the show, we totally understand. But if you do like what we're doing here, if you could write us a review, give us a five star rating, that would be fantastic. So is the bonus content like feet pictures? Is that what that is? Is it feet pictures? Yeah. People like feet on the internet. I listen, listen, you said bonus content and you want people's money. So I'm just trying to see what you guys are offering. I, I mean, if if the people want pictures of my feet, I will <laughs> happily provide them. Listen, apparently you can make a very lucrative career off of it if you have pretty feet. So hmm. I was just curious. Oh. oh, well, they have to be pretty feet. Never mind. Okay. You know. Huh? That's yeah. I, it's not something This is I, a great way to end the show. It I think really, it's a it really fantastic is. Fantastic really way is. to end the that's, episode. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, you know what? If if feet pictures is something the listeners want, come come jump on the socials and uh, let us know. How's that for a segue, right? And you can find us at Pub Trivia Experience on Instagram. Uh, we're Pub Trivia Pod on Twitter because they don't give us enough characters to give us our full name, which really isn't that long. Like, I don't understand it. But, And if you want to uh, interact with us uh, in a more direct way, uh, come join our group, The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology over on Facebook. We always have a blast there just, you know, shooting the breeze and 
you know, ripping on each other and stuff. Basically the kind of thing that we do on the show. Um, and we also have recently launched a discord. Uh, you can uh, check that out at ptebb.com slash discord. Uh, so I'd like to thank everybody once again for tuning in and listening. Um, congratulations one final time to our winner, Lauren. Uh, thanks Yay! again so much, Heather, thank for, you. Uh, for being a part, being part of this as well. Uh, you guys have been wonderful guests and we certainly appreciate it. Uh, for the pub trivia experience, I have been Mike. Oh, I have been Lauren. Uh, and I'm usually Heather. So <laughs> have a great one, everybody. <laughs>